This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Your saltwater guide, Captain Dave Hansen, here live. Me and Marley ready for another great show today. We're going to wait for a few more people to jump on here, but we are ready, ready, ready for a phenomenal show. Like I told you all yesterday, we're going to be talking about my very, 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 very most favorite bait. We're going to be talking about my favorite bait in the whole world. So hang on there. Hang on. We're going to be talking about Captain Dave's favorite bait. I want you to watch Marley back there in the back for just one second, gang. We're going to get going here. Hang in there, gang. Thanks for joining us today. This is a phenomenal show we got for you today. We're talking about my very most favorite bait in the whole wide world. First of all, though, I want to thank everybody. Oh, my gosh. The amount of reports that have been coming through on the community everybody fishing this last weekend holy moly you figured it out it's so important to put those reports up it matters so much to me and kelly and marley and uh, i want to thank all of you for the phenomenal fish reports this week on the community section on our our bitching app that i built for you guys the reports are incredible and thank you all very, very much for all those phenomenal reports. Gang, today we're going to be talking about my very most favorite bait in the whole wide world. I would rather fish with this bait than any bait you can imagine. And there's going to be a lot of people that think they know what bait I'm talking about. Hey, Augie. Hey, Mark. Guys, thanks for always being there. Thanks for always joining us. But... uh couple things real quick we want to go over is I want to thank everybody for all the support across all social media, across everything. Our video that we were talking about a couple weeks ago that was going to hit 80 million views, gang, it's going to hit 100 million views by the end of this week on Facebook. 100 million views on one video. That is absolutely mind-boggling, gang. Go look it up. Go look up videos. Besides a rock or a music video by Beyonce or Elton John or someone like that, there is nothing out there like this. We're going to hit 100 million views by the by Friday. Right, Marley? How cool is that, Marley? How cool? 
a hundred million views. That's amazing. I, I am shocked. I'm blown away. 61 year old man, hundred million views. Can you believe that? That is, uh, I just don't believe it. And, and the video is not even two months old. So to hit the numbers that fast, I'm told that is incredible. What do I know? I'm just an old man putting out some phenomenal content that people are actually watching. But that's a, that video is across all social media platforms. So if you counted TikTok and YouTube and Instagram, it's already done over 100 million views. But we're talking just Facebook alone, just Facebook itself. Right now, it's at 88 million views, and it's hauling butt. So I don't see any reason why it won't get 12 million more views in the next three days. So just keep an eye on it. You won't believe it. It's the Navy SEALs in uh, Newport Beach. When we were up there doing the War Heroes on Water, we got lucky, and that, that this whole helicopter thing came into play. And we posted this video on uh the 9th of March, and right now it has 87 million views. I, I know, I know, your mom, sisters, brothers, cousins, aunt got four views yesterday, and congratulations, that's rad. But there is nobody in the fishing industry, no one, not one human in the whole fishing industry that's got 100 million views. There isn't. They can tell you they have, but they're lying. Go look, go look. It's absolutely, absolutely astonishing. Yeah, Brad, it pays. Plus, every single thing we do, is a, it's, it's all to try to help everybody for the funnel effect to get you over to the bitchinest website ever built for fishing, your saltwater guide gang. And with the app now, there's absolutely zero reason to suck at fishing anymore unless you're totally into it. If you love to suck and if you're, one of those Instagram guys that or want to go figure it out on your own or, or you want to listen to the guy that's been doing this for a living for like almost seven minutes now. And he has an Instagram channel where he bought like 100,000 followers and, and, and you, that's who you want to follow. That's fine. Or you can follow this silly old man who's been fishing for a living for 47 years in Southern California and the Baja. And I have real live, honest to God information and you're not even going to believe. Yeah, Mike, we will. We'll talk about the different styles of the sabikis and how that all works. Because it is Pro Marahi USA Tuesday. So that's a great segue into it. Thank you very much, Mike Lewis. Thank you. Gang, check this out. I put out phenomenal content every day. I put out four brand new videos every single day. If you count this podcast and then the three videos across all social media, gang. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. We're already over 200,000 followers on Facebook. Can you believe? comprehend that? 200,000 plus followers on Facebook alone. That doesn't count the 90,000 over on TikTok or the 50,000 over on YouTube or the 40 or the 30,000 over on Instagram. If I wanted a million followers on Instagram, though, I could pay for them just like most people do. But all of mine are real, honest to God followers. So I'm excited. I'm super stoked. Do me a favor, though. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button and, and send us some stars. Help me feed Marley. Help me feed Kelly. Help me feed the kitties. 
hit the stars on Facebook. The largest social media platform in the world is Facebook. And those of you that aren't using Facebook, go only go on Instagram. Well, you're using Facebook because Mark Zuckerberg owns Instagram. So just so you know, like gang, my very most favored bait is what we're talking about today. And, and it's, it's an incredible bait and it's free. That's the best part about this incredible bait. And so many people are, are wondering, what is your favorite bait? We're, we're going to get to that, gang. And I convinced my children back when Southern California had dark, dark red tide. This bait worked every single day. Phenomenal. I got turned on to this bait when I was a deckhand working on the Clemente in 1978, 79. I had this girlfriend and her father was going to take me fishing on his boat and he was going to teach me how to use this bait. And he's like, try to guess what the bait is, Dave. Try to guess. And you know me, I was 17 at the time. I knew everything. There wasn't anything I didn't know because I was 17 and I knew everything. And I would guess and I'd guess brown bait and I'd guess squid and I'd guess anchovies. And then we didn't have sardines back then, but I had heard about them. My father told me that all the sardines had been fished out by the Monterey Bay canneries. And I, oh, sardines, you have sardines. Are you using a scampi or la, 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 la. And I went into all this and he was like, just relax. We're going to take you fishing and you're going to get to see this bait. And I was all like, okay, all right. I'm still trying to guess it. And I'm so excited. I'm going to go fishing. And I, at the time, I was fishing every single day, but I knew everything. Can you, you know, you all have those kids. Like I used to tell everybody when my kids were 16, 17, 18, 19, you need to hire them right now. They'll be a giant asset to your company because they know everything. There's not a better employee on the planet than an 18 or 19 year old that knows everything, right? There is no, uh oh. Yeah, you could think you didn't put your name up there, but you, Hit the nail on the head. Yes, sirree. The Grunion gang is by far the most productive bait on the planet Earth. There is nothing better than Grunion. There isn't. I'm sorry. You know what eats Grunion? Everything. White sea bass, yellowtail, calico bass, sand bass, shovel-nosed sharks, leopard sharks, Every fish eats grunion and grunion are free. And if you go online and you look, the grunion run is posted. I got it right here. If you have never seen this, this is incredible. These animals come up on the beach to spawn. And it is one of the most incredible things you've ever seen. Now they've made it so there's a limit on grunion. There was never a limit. That that. But you know how California is. If they see any of us smiling or having fun, they're going to they're gonna try to figure out how to get wipe that smile off our face. We've talked about this 100 million times on all my seminars. I'm one of the most hated per people in Southern California because I'm, I have a suntan and I smile all the time and I'm always laughing. Boy, that is just pissing off the the government of California, like you can't believe. And then they found out I enjoyed grunion. So what do they do right away? They put a limit on them. So now you can only have 50 of them at a time in possession. But here is how I hunted for the grunion for my whole, when, once I had children. Before I had children, I just had to go out and do it by myself. Once I had kids, this is what we would do. I'd give, I'd tell my boys, and, and you guys have heard the grunion story 
that's a that was story time and that was incredible but <laughs> mini max now they're not even close they don't even come into the same realm chris sorry sorry but i only fish every single day for the last 48 years so i'm sure you're right and i'm wrong but grunion gang what we would do is we would go down to the beach five gallon bucket you have to use your hands to catch them okay so I would tell my boys, get your buddies, get your friends. We're going to go down to the beach. We're going to have a party. Give all the kids a five-gallon bucket. And whoever catches the most grunion, and back then, five bucks was a lot of money. So I would, whoever catches me the most grunion is going to get a $5 bill tonight. So the kids would run around up and down the beach like crazy trying to catch those grunion. They would be running all over, and they would fill up their buckets. Now you couldn't get them to do anything for less than a 20. I understand that. But that's how you can get around the 50 grunion collection on the beach. Give your children or your grandchildren and their friends buckets and have them go get them. What we would do at the end of the night, we would take these grunion home, lay them. And I learned this from the guy that took me out and showed me. We would take these grunion home. We would lay them out on the front yard or on the in the backyard on the grass and we would hose them all off and get all the sand off them. Then we would take a one pound Ziploc bag and we would put the grunion 50 at a time in the bag, head switch the heads back and forth each way. So they lay perfectly in the bag, put them in the Ziploc bag and freeze them 50 at a time in the Ziploc bag. And that would be our session to go fishing 50 grunion, Remember, every one of those grunion is a bite. It's amazing. But they only work dead. They don't work alive. The fish won't eat them alive. Why are they targeting on them dead? Well, because when they go up on the beach, like in this picture here, when they go up on the beach and they spawn, they get trapped up there on the beach. They don't have any oxygen. The female's laying her eggs. The males wrap their bodies around the female and and uh, put the, the melt in in the sand and it mixes with the eggs. But what happens is the next wave comes in and it washes most of them off the beach and probably 30 or 40% of those are dead. And then they rump, roll around in the surf and they go out and then the halibut and the sand bass and the white sea bass and the yellow tail and everything start to eat them dead off the bottom. That's why they work so good dead. And that's why I love them so much because they're free. You can go to the beach and you can collect them. Unfortunately, now the state of California has changed so much that the grunion, they run every month. They always run. But the way they have this set up now, I don't know if you can even see that. Turn this light a little bit, but it's observation only in April, May, and June. Observation only. Then July and August, you can start collecting them. And if you if we would have done this show in March, you would have been able to collect them. But now it's we're going to have to wait until July. But this is the most phenomenal. But you can go down to the beaches right now. There's a on the Grunion Run, the 20th, the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, which is over now. So now we have to wait until next month for the Grunion Run. And in June, June, they're going to run or excuse me, June, May, May the 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th. Observation only. That means you can only go and look at them. 
but you want to go down to the beach and you want to go see this and you want to go see this event. And there's beaches that work really good for these little fish and there's beaches that don't work good. The beaches that work good are the beaches that have a lot of sand, which I know there's not a lot of sand right now because of all the, uh, all the uh, beach erosion from all the storms that we've had come rolling through here. But you want to try Doheny is probably the very best beach. The very best, best beach. If you're somewhere near that Doheny area, because the parking here, I'll tell you why. The parking lot at Doheny is closed at 10 o'clock at night. But the shipyard, the Dana Point shipyard, that parking lot's open. So the way that we used to do it is we would pull into that Dana Point shipyard parking lot, pull into the stalls that look straight down the beach, sit there with our big spotlight and watch the sand and shine the spotlight on there. And when you start to see these little fish coming up on the beach, then you get out of the car, you grab your five-gallon bucket, and you walk down to the beach, and it's flawless. Now, up in Seal Beach, I know there's some places, Phil Freeman, we had on our podcast a couple weeks ago, he made a couple of phenomenal videos of that Grunion run in Seal Beach, which is incredible. And, and oh, don't worry, I see we're going to get to the point where I tell you how to fish with them. We're going to get to that point. But right now, I'm just trying to tell you how to go find them and catch them. You want to look for the beaches with the most sand. And the first night that they run, like May, they're going to run the 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th. And then they're going to run again on the 19th, the 20th, 21st, 22nd. That second and third night. Now, remember, I used to fish these things all the time. And Kelly Girls fished them with me. My children had fished them. Lots of my friends have fished these grunion with me. I got it pretty figured out. The second and third night are always the best. And probably the third, if, if I looked at all my logs and everything, the third night of the run is the very, very best. The third night of the run is the best, but the second night is good. Third night's the best. The first night and the fourth night, I just didn't have time for those. We didn't even go. It might have been good but I never caught him on the first night and I and and the the last night of the run was always so late like in May it's showing the on the 8th they're going to run from 11:20 at night to 1:20 in the morning well ain't nobody got time for that the first the second and the third they're going to run 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock and 10:40 to 12:40 those are doable hours we can handle that we can be there but the cool thing is, is to give the kids in the neighborhood or your friends, children or the grandkids buckets and have them go collect them for you. You're going to get wet. Yeah, you're going to the beach and there's water there. So you're going to get wet, but you want to get as many grunion as you can. And then when you get home, hose them off, get all that sand off and bag them. You're only allowed to have 50 in possession at a time. So that's why you can get around the whole thing. If you were to get boarded by the fish and wildlife and let's just for some strange reason say that they looked in your ice chest and they saw your bag of grunion and they were really bored that day. They could count them and find out you had 51 and some super young, energetic fish and wildlife guy might write you a ticket. I don't know if they're going to write you a ticket for it. That'd be pretty petty, but they could. So just remember that. And gang, today is Promar Ahi USA Tuesday. And we always talk about Promar products, which are a huge product 
in this sport fishing industry, especially across the whole world, because they make the throw nets, they make the crab traps, the lobster hoop nets, they make sabikis, they make sabiki rods, they make squid brails. The sabikis, we were going to talk about that because I told uh, Mike Lewis, who sent me in a message, he asked me, if you go over to Promar, there's this scan that code gang, because we're going to talk about a lot of information right now about the Promar products because we use them every day. I use them every day and you're using them and you don't even know it. They make your bait scoop. They make your sabiki. They make your sabiki rod. They make the lures. They make those rock cod squirts that you see all over our website, all over the community. So many pictures of so many big rockfish with these squid squirts hanging out of their mouths because they work. But what I was going to talk to you about today is the squid brails, these nets. Look at this. It's a giant squid braille. The handle extends out to 14 feet. The net fits in this beautiful bag. It's this is incredible. This is an incredible... To try to find a squid braille nowadays is almost impossible. They used to make them. A lot of people used to sell them. But this is a squid braille. This thing works perfect. It's called the Deluxe Pro Dip Net. Comes with a handle. The handle screws onto here and it extends out to 14 feet. This is deadly for squid fishing. It's got a huge, huge, giant bag, okay, which is inc incredible for squid fishing. You're not going to find squid brails. You can't go to the store and buy, I need a squid brail. The guys are like, what are you talking about? But this Promar Deluxe Dip Net is what you want. Those of you that are thinking, I want to go over to Catalina or Channel Islands and I want to go catch my own squid, you want one of these, gang. And then when you're all done at the end of the night, you rinse this thing off, you put it into this beautiful bag, and you store it maybe in your engine room or down in your bunk room or somewhere on your bitching little grainy wide or whatever you zip it up put it away you're set these things are incredible you're all going to want one by scanning that qr code that's on the screen right now that's going to automatically get you your 10 percent discount you don't have to punch in the code yswg anymore over at the promar uh, this qr code works so flawless all you got to do is hit it with your phone just like how we used to order during what was going on in 2019 2020 you just hit it with your phone. You just hold it up to that QR code. It takes you straight over to the website. It's incredible. Then you can buy all your stuff over there. But listen, the sabikis are super important to have for when you're making. You can catch squid on your sabiki. You can catch mackerel. You can catch uh, sardines on your sabiki. But it's all going to depend on the size of the hook. There's so many different types of sabikis that you can get over at Promar. When you're over there... You're going to want to get some with the size 6 hook, and you're going to want to get some with the size 4 hook, and then you're going to want to get some with the size 2 hook because of the different size of baits you're going to fish. Most of the time, I'm going to use the size 6 hooks because I want that smaller mackerel like uh, <clears throat> Chris was talking about, mini macs. Those things work really good. They're a fun bait to fish with. Mini macs are great. Everything can eat them. And we're going to talk more about how to fish with the grunion and how phenomenal it works. But we're talking about the sabiki and the sabiki rod. If you look 
If you're over there on the Promar website because you've downloaded the QR code and you're going to go over there when we're done and you're going to check out all the cool stuff they have, make sure you get a sabiki rod and then make sure you get four or five different sabikis with the different size hooks. And I always make sure I get the sabiki with the six hooks. I don't want the three hooks. I don't want the two hooks. I only want the six hooks because what will happen is I'm going to break a hook off. I'm going to snap a hook. I'm going to hook myself and have to cut a hook off. So if you're using the sabikis with the three hooks, well, you're already shooting yourself in the foot because you're probably going to lose one or two hooks and then you're fishing with one hook. Also, when you're over there, that sabiki rod is a game changer because you can wind, and I have a video on, on Promar's website about how the sabiki rod works and we could show you that. But we're talking about that squid braille and I want to get deeper into this grunion fishing thing that I was talking about before. So, um, okay, everybody, you got to know what time it is. So what you want to do when you're on their website is get different size hooks. That's the key. As far as the little, the little skirts that come on them, that's totally a preference. I've never been mackerel fishing or fishing for squid or whatever and wish that I had a different color. I think that it just, ha you have to have a sabiki in the water to catch that bait. And it's, the hook size is crucial. So number six is my go-to, go-to, go-to. I'm going to use the number six almost every single time. But if we're fishing marlin down here in Cabo, I want that two, that number two hook, the bigger hook, because I'm going to be using bigger mackerel. I'm going to be using the, the marlin mackerel. But if I'm fishing up in Southern California, fishing for bluefin, fishing for calico bass, yellowtail, white sea bass, I'm going to use that number six hook. The number four hook works just fine. It's just a little bit bigger. And uh, as far as color goes, I don't think it's that important. But I think that that sabiki rod, it, it's a must-have. If you're going to spend the money on your sabikis, you might as well have that sabiki rod set up. It's ready to go. All you got to do is flip the reel in free spool and let it go. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go look it up on the Promar Ahi website. Sabiki Rod, you'll see a great video that I made for the company about 10 years ago showing you how to use the Sabiki Rod. But the cool thing about the Sabiki Rod is it's always ready to go because the Sabiki is inside the rod, so it's not getting tangled up anywhere and you're not hooking all kinds of stuff. And look, most of you that have ever used a Sabiki, when you're all done, if you don't have a Sabiki Rod, right, Marley? If they don't have a Sabiki Rod, they need to get one. But when you're all done, at the end of the day, you cut your sabiki off and you look at it and you're like, okay, now what do I do with this big pile of poo? Because it's all just a big mess of hooks everywhere. It's no longer in the beautiful package. Let's say you hook them all onto a piece of cardboard. You're trying to be proactive and you don't want to make a mess. Then where do you put it? In your tackle box? Okay, so now it's all tangled with everything else in your tackle box. It's a big mess. When you close the lid on your tackle box, you put a kink in the line. It's a mess. That's why sabiki rod is a must-have. Plus, if you leave your sabiki tied up in the rod holder on your boat and you're driving around like a maniac chasing bluefin foamers or whatever you're doing, and that sabiki's getting all tangled up with all the other rods on the boat, and then you find a spot of fish and you go to grab your favorite rod to fly line a bait, and it's got sabiki tangled all around it. Seen it. I've seen it more times than I'd like to admit. 
That's why sabiki rod is so important. And it is very, 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 very affordable. And the sabikis are affordable. And then with the code, when you put that QR code up, I'll put it up one more time because then we're going back into the grunion fishing. But hit that. You want, you, you're going to be blown away when you get over to the website and see all the stuff they have. You're just going to go, I use all this stuff. Go to, you don't have to punch in nothing. Just hit the QR code, gang. And when you're over there, look at, they got bait scoops. They got this, this uh, dip net for the squid braille. They got the landing nets that you have to have. Oh my gosh. I don't know if you saw that on uh Southern California Sport Fishing Group on Facebook, but there's a guy on there that was complaining that he got a ticket for not having a landing net. I'm like, dude, you've never watched my show. Yeah, you're going to all get that ticket. Oh, not me. I, I, I don't have a landing net. I've never needed one. I've been boarded 10 times. <laughs> Good luck. You're going to get it. You are going to get a ticket that's going to put your head spinning because you're going to go, well, I didn't know I needed it. I've told you 8 million times, you need a landing net. It's the law. When you signed your fishing license, you told them you had a landing net. Because that's what you told them when you signed your fishing license. This is Southern California, baby. Remember, they're going to do everything they can to make sure that you don't have an enjoyable day out on the water. And they're going to write that ticket for the landing net. So you're going to see all that over at Promar. Check it all out. Last chance. This is it. No more QR code coming up. We're just straight talking about grunion. So if you haven't hit this yet, grab it right now. Instant 10% discount on all the products over there. You don't have to punch in any codes. Grab it quick. It's going bye-bye. Nobody wants it? Okay. Have fun. Spend full amount of money. You don't have to. Okay. So, gang, when you're using this grunion for bait, it is incredible. The largest calico bass I've ever seen caught in Southern California, I was privy to weighing it at the fish market and the gentleman had the world record calico. I'm not sure if it still is or not, but it was 14.7 pounds weighed on the certified scale back in the old days at John's Fish Market and it was caught on a grunion. I've seen plenty of 10 pound calico bass caught on grunion. I've seen multiple 10 pound calico bass caught on grunion. And then I've seen, I don't even know how many eight pound sand bass caught on grunion. And so many halibut, so many legal halibut. It is absolutely mind boggling how they love this bait. And like my boys and I used to fish with them during the worst red tide that you'd ever seen in Southern California. The red tide was so thick. I was working with Tommy White on the seahorse back in those days. And our fish finder, the pedometer, couldn't even meter through the red tide. It was that thick. The crabs on the seawall at Dana Point were crawling out of the water and walking on the sidewalk to get away from the red tide. It was that bad. But we would go fish beach road, me and my boys on our skiff, and we would whale on the calico bass, sand bass, and halibut on the grunion. Everything loves to eat them, and they love to eat them dead. And the way that we fish them, Seal Rocks in San Clemente, phenomenal spot for grunion fishing when you're using them for bait. They, they inhale them down there. I had 
the captain of the bait boat, John Pratt, and I went fishing one day. And we went down to Seal Rocks. And that day he caught a bunch of anchovies because he knows how much I love anchovies. And I'm like, John, I'm not even going to use the anchovies today. I might use them a little bit for chum, but I'm fishing grunion because I got a bag here on the boat. I brought you a bag of 50 and me a bag of 50. And we're going to go. And John, the captain of the bait boat, was fishing dead grunion side by side with me. Now, here's what you got to do, though. You need to use... A two-aught or a four-aught thin wire hook. I used to have a hook sponsor. I don't have them anymore, which is mind-boggling. Since I get millions of views, you would think all the companies in the world would want to be involved with us. But I guess I'm too controversial. And they would rather spend their money on print ads. Can you imagine any company today selling tackle that spends money on print ads? When was the last time you bought him or picked up a print ad and read it? When was the last time? Right? That's so funny to me. I think it's hilarious. But whatever. There's a lot of dinosaurs out there. That's why there's a lot of failure. But look at thin wire hook, number two aught or number four aught thin wire hook. Okay? Then if you're going to fish calicos and that's what you want, you're going to want to use like an eighth of an ounce sliding sinker. Just the slightest amount of a sliding sinker. Just enough to get that bait to sink in the white foam of the boiler rock. That's where all the action is going to happen. When the bait hits the bottom, you may get a bite. But that's not where you're going to get that big calico. You're going to get that big calico next to the boiler rock or on the edge of the kelp, over at Catalina, San Clemente Island the Coronados, the Channel Islands, San Nicolas. These grunion work everywhere. You will be blown away. They work at all the islands. They work everywhere. But the key is to not put on a, a bunch of weight and have that thing fire down to the bottom. If you want calico bass, white sea bass, yellowtail, you want that suspended. Just like when you're fishing a live squid and we talk about how to keep it in the upper water column. So you cast that grunion out there with an eighth ounce sinker, just enough to get it down. Because if you don't use a tiny bit of weight, it's going to have a tendency to set on the surface too long. It'll sink slowly down, but it sets on the surface too long. You know what's going to happen? You're going to catch a, a seagull or a pelican. It's unfortunate, but that's what happens. That's why you have to put the weight on. If, it, if there's no birds, if there's absolutely zero birds, fly line. I don't know very many areas anymore where there's no birds, but if you go to somewhere and you're fishing there for a few minutes and you notice that there's no birds, then I would definitely fly line on the boiler rocks. Next thing, you got to have your drag hammered down because you're fishing in the boiler rocks. So I'm going to use a piece of fluorocarbon about 12 inches long, and it's going to be a piece of 40 or 50 pound floral. Very, very short piece. Tied straight to my braided line. Why am I using such a heavy piece? of? Because these fish are living in the rocks. Most of these big calico bass you're going to catch in these boiler rocks are going to be black. They're going to be that black. That's the color they're going to be. Oh, I've never seen a black one. That's because you don't fish the boiler rocks. They're going to match the color of the rocks. The calico bass that are all golden colored and everything, they live in the kelp. They're matching the kelp. But when you're fishing these boiler rocks, 
up and down the Southern California coast or over at the Coronados or over at Catalina or San Clemente Island, the calico bass are going to be super dark. They're going to be matching the color of the rock and they're going to be matching the color of that dark red seagrass that grows on most of the boiler rocks. So then you're going to make sure your drag is as tight as it can be. And you're going to use 50 pound fluorocarbon or 40. I'm not using anything less than 40. 50 is going to be my go-to because if it touches, that fish hits that bait and it touches the rock, it's, it's gone because all those rocks are covered in barnacles and mussels and just the rock itself. It's just going to cut your line instantly. Why is the drag hammered down? Because if that fish gets his head turned at all, he's diving into the rock and you're not getting him out. I don't care who you are. You can be Frank Lepresti. You're not getting them out of the rock. Once that fish gets in the rock, you can't do like you do in the kelp where you give him a little bit of slack and he swims out of the kelp a little and you jerk him out of there. Once they bury themselves in the rock, they don't come out, period. They put their head down in the rock, then they flare their gills out and they're in there and they're not moving. They are not moving. You're going to have to break it off. You're going to have to tie in another hook. You're going to have to start over again. So I have my drag as tight as it can possibly be. If I can pull out any line at all out of my reel, it's not tight enough. Zero, zero drag. Then what you're going to do, you got that grunion in it sinking and you can, and, and it doesn't swim. So, you know, all of a sudden it's a steady pull. You click it in gear and you crank the slack out of your line and make it tight. Pull up as hard as you can and wind with the reel pressed up against your chest and do not drop the tip. Not even a tiny bit. The moment you drop, and most booger eaters, they drop the tip because they, they saw on TV that the guy was jerking his rod up and down. So they're like, oh, I'm going to jerk. No. Wind the slack out. One hook set. Hold the rod up straight as you can and grind. Because if he gets his head, if you drop the tip of your rod, he's going to turn his head and he's going to go right into the rock. I don't care what you think you think, you know, <laughs> I don't care. Dude, I do this every single day for a living and I do it very, very well at a very, very high level. I don't want to know what you know, what you think you thought you threw, you threw, you thought you threw, you knew. <laughs> I don't want to know. So don't leave that comment. That's the funniest thing in the world. Did you think I actually want to know what you know? This is what works every day. Flawless. I don't want to know. I'm just trying to tell you the way to fish these things for calico bass on the surface or sea bass or um, yellowtail, you do not pump that rod. You, you set the hook and you turn the handle, Randall, turn the crank, Hank. Okay. Now, if you get it away from the rock a little bit and you find out that it's a yellow and he's thumping, thump, 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 yellowtail thump. They thump. They make a thump, thump, thump. That, you know, it's yellowtail. If it's, pulling as hard as it can and it's taking you down and it's taking you down and it's pulling as hard as it can, there's a pretty good chance you got a sea bass. All right. But you got 50 pound tied to 65 pound braid. Not a lot of sea bass are going to break that. I know your sister's brother's cousin lost one because the drag was too tight. Well, it was probably a bat ray anyway, so it doesn't matter. But when you set the hook, you need to be winding as fast as you can and you do not drop the tip ever, okay? That's how you're fishing for calico bass. That's it. Or you might get a sea bass or a yellowtail doing it like that. Now, 
Do they work for other stuff? Absolutely. They work phenomenal for halibut. They work phenomenal for sand bass. Really, really good for sand bass and halibut. And also your bycatch during that will be leopard sharks and shovel nose sharks and bat rays. All kinds of really fun stuff, especially for the kids. If you got children and you want to go have fun, let them go catch the grunion for bait and then take it and go fish the bottom with them. Now, how am I going to do that? I'm going to use a sliding sinker again and a thin wire hook, but I'm going to use a little bit more weight. I might use a half ounce. I might use three quarters of an ounce. I'm not using one ounce. If there's too much current and I can't keep my bait on the bottom, then I got to go home. It's over. I'm not putting on a one ounce slider. It's just not going to happen. That's not the, I'm not, it's not going to be fun that day and I'm not doing it. I'm going to move into shallower water. I'm going to fish those beaches. I'm going to fish the beaches at Doheny. I'm going to fish the beach at San Onofre. I'm going to fish the beach at La Jolla. I'm going to fish the beach at Point Loma. I'm going to fish the beach at Seal Beach. I'm going to fish the beach in Ventura. I'm going to fish the beach in uh, Marina del Rey. I'm going to fish the beaches where the grunion run. I'm going to fish just outside of the surf line. There's a phenomenal amount of fish just outside the surf line, so I'm not going to lose my boat on the beach. And then I'm going to put on a half an ounce. If it's no wind at all, and I can get my bait down in 20 feet of water with a quarter ounce of weight, then I'm going to do it that way. The least amount of weight possible. Okay? But I have to have contact with the bottom. I have to, have to, have to have contact with the bottom. So most of the time, it's going to be a half ounce weight. Just because I want to have contact with the bottom. And then you drift with these grunions. You drift along the outside edge of the surf line, keeping one eye out, looking out to watch the waves to make sure you don't get caught on the inside and get end up on the beach. You're watching the waves. I would even use, leave my engine on. Yep, because I'm inside there drifting the beaches. I want a halibut. That's what I want. I'll take a sand bass all day. I'll take a shovel nose. I'll take a bat ray. I'll take a leopard shark. I just love to fish. I just love to fish and I love to catch. All right, I'll take any of those species, but I really want a halibut. That's what I want. I'm going to leave the engine in on, just setting on. I'm going to keep my bait on the bottom, drifting with that sliding sinker, keeping an eye out there, watching the waves. But why have I got the sliding sinker? Why don't I have a swivel and a reverse dropper loop and a booger eater loop and all that crap? Because... I want to have contact with my bait at all times. I want that sliding sinker sliding up and down the line, and I just want it to be hitting the hook, but I want to feel the bite. I don't want anything between me and the fish. That sliding sinker is sliding. When the halibut, sand bass, shovel nose, bat ray, whatever it is, grabs that grunion, that line's going to come off my reel because I'm in free spool. He's going to be taking it. He's going to be running with it. He doesn't feel the weight because it's a sliding sinker. He doesn't feel it. There's no swivels. There's no beads. There's none of that garbage that they sold you at the tackle store by the guy that went fishing once and he caught one with a bead and a swivel and a big booger hanging out of his nose. I want contact because that's why I'm fishing. I'm not fishing because I don't want to feel it and I don't want to hold the rod and I don't want to be involved in the act of fishing. I'm doing it because I want to be involved in the act of fishing. I want to feel that bite. I want to feel the line coming off of the spool as the halibut or whatever it is grabs my grunion and starts to swim with it. 
And I don't want him to feel me or the weight. So when he starts to pull on it, as he starts to pull it, I'm going to put a tiny bit of pressure on. Those of you that eat your boogers, you're going to use your thumb. Those of us that know how to fish, we're going to use our index finger. We're going to put a tiny bit of pressure on the spool. Not stopping it, but putting a little bit of pressure on there. Why? Because now the fish thinks another fish is trying to steal this grunion out of their mouth. So he's going to go, and he's going to suck it down. And then I'm going to click it in gear, take a half a crank, get the slack out of my line, and I'm going to try to break my rod by setting the hook. Then I'm on. Then all holy heck broke loose. And now things are going to happen. But my drag, I'm going to be able to pull some line off the reel. Not, not very easily, but I'm going to be able to pull line off. Because why? Because now we're fishing shallower water. We're fishing lighter line. We're fishing 20-pound fluorocarbon because we're in so shallow a water and the fish can see. And so it's got a tendency to break. But you can catch 30, 40-pound halibut on 20-pound floral if your drag's loose enough. But once you set the hook and you feel that weight, slowly turn down. Don't do this. This is cool. If Michael Folks is on the boat filming inside sport fishing or Shaka Bra is on there, you can jerk the living bejesus out of it. You'll look cool on the video. You won't catch anything, but you can jerk like crazy. But once you set the hook once, slowly turn the handle. You can bring a 30-pound halibut up to the surface in 15 feet of water. He'll never even know he was hooked. But if you start jerking like crazy, you'll snap the line every time. Or you'll piss him off and he'll take off and he'll break the line. And if you've ever seen a halibut, they have teeth. And so they're going to snap that line right away. So you got to be careful. Bart. I wonder if anyone is doing deep drop fishing for swordfish down the Baja way. Oh, yeah, quite a few guys. They don't talk about it, but there's a lot of people trying it down here. And, uh, yeah, there is. and But they don't talk about it. But, yeah, there absolutely is. But back to what we were talking about. So the grunion is a big bait. It's probably five, six inches. There's some smaller ones. But probably five or six inches is the the standard size of a grunion. Where are you going to hook it? Right behind the eyes. If you feel it with your thumb and your index finger, you're going to feel a hard spot right behind their eyes, right before their gills. There's a hard spot. That's where I'm taking the hook and going side to side. I'm not coming up through the chin and out the top or coming from the top down to the bottom. I'm always going to hook my bait side to side through that hard spot. Why do you do that? Why do you do that, Dave? Why do you always hook your bait side to side? Well, if any of you have ever seen a fish, and I know most of you that are watching me haven't, but those of you that have, if you look at a fish, the corners of their mouth are the soft spots. The top and the bottom are the hard spots on the fish's mouth. So if you're going hooking it from the top to the bottom or the bottom to the top, you're going to be trying to set the hook in the hardest part of the fish's mouth. Yeah. But if you go side to side, there's a really good chance you're going to hook them in the soft spot. Every fish in the corner of their mouth is a soft spot that that hook, they were designed by the higher power for us to hook. So you might as well do it the right way. Now, I know, I know, Lawrence, your sister's brother's aunt's cousin always hooks them from the chin to the brain. I know that. And that's great. That's great. But I'm not going out there to do it that way. I'm going out there to catch every single fish that bites my line. 
So those are the ways that I'm going to do it. That's how I've done it for a long, since I was 17 years old, taught by a guy that was an expert who had 11 and a half pound calico on the wall of his house, caught on a grunion. It's worked flawless for me. Well, I'm 61, almost 62 years old. I started doing it when I'm 17. Lori, you're a math major. I have no idea, but that's quite a while. That's a long time. So <laughs> I'm just saying it works and it works good. And like I say, on all my game plans and all my videos and all the fundamentals that I try to teach on a daily basis on this show and on all my videos I put out and on our website, I don't know how you do it. And I'm not trying to show you how you do it. I only know how I do it. And I've been doing it at a very, very high level for a very, very long time. So if you follow our simple game plan and you fish the simple way that I teach you to fish, you'll be successful. But if you try to change it up, like you listen to me and I said thin wire hook, two aught or a four aught, and you go out and you get a thick wired hook and one of those gamagatsu or one of those gorilla hooks that are super thick wire. And uh, you use a six-odd hook, circle hook to try to go fish with these grunion and you have zero success. That's not my fault. I told you exactly what works. Don't try to reinvent it. It works 100% of the time, the way I told you. If you try to change it, Try to change the line, try to change the hook, try to change the weight. Well, then you're not doing what I said. So don't come back and say, whoa, I tried to do it your way and I didn't. No, you didn't because you changed one thing. It's just like if Kelly's making me chocolate chip cookies and she leaves the butter out and she uses margarine. They're going to taste like crap. Same recipe, you just used a different, use margarine. That's the same thing if you go out there and use these grunion and you use the wrong size hook or you use a thick wire hook. It's not going to sink proper through the water column with a thick wired hook. It's not going to look right. It's not going to sink right. All these things matter. Believe me, I've done everything wrong that you could possibly do wrong. I've done it all wrong so that you don't have to. Or you can go listen to the guy on Instagram that's been fishing for an hour and he's an expert and he sells clothes. You can go listen to that guy and you can go try it his way. Or you can come back to the tried and true. Like my good buddy Pat says, there's all these flavors of the month out there right now and then you can come right back to chocolate. Chocolate is always, everybody loves chocolate. I'm chocolate or vanilla, whichever one of those you like. I'm just the same old, same old, same old all the time. You want flavor of the month? Go over there and listen to one of these new guys. One of these guys have been doing this for an hour for a living, and now they have a charter business. And they're, you want to listen to them? You go right ahead and have a good time. But um, what I would say was, why do you want to try to reinvent it? No, I did, Darren, I just told you, right behind the eyes, that hard spot, there's a hard spot right there. You feel it when you pinch with your fingers right behind the eyes, there's a hard spot. And you probably sent this message and I'm slow and I just saw it. You probably sent the message before I said it already, but 
right through that hard spot, right behind the eyes, right before the gills. There's a hard spot right there. You can't miss it. That's where the hook goes. That was put on that, that little fish by the higher power. So that is what's going to help you tremendously. Gang, listen, we got, we got a couple of days left. If you went fishing at all this month and you caught anything cool and you're a member of the greatest website ever built for fishermen, your saltwater guide, and you downloaded our app and you're on the community and you post a bitchin' picture of the fish you caught with a cool report, I am giving away 200 US dollars. And I give it away. I give away stuff all the time. Darren, did you get a good deal? Everybody, my good buddy, Sean Doyle, who watches us all the time last year for his phenomenal Dorado report, he got a thousand US dollars from me right out of my pocket. That's who I am. I give away cool stuff every day. I'm giving away $200 this month for the best report. And all of a sudden, people are putting in their reports and letting us know what's going on. When you go over to our website, yoursaltwaterguide.com, gang, it was built for you by me. It's the only app I know of out there that is actually going to cover everything, every single thing that has to do with fishing in Southern California, from flying the kite to fishing for a halibut to fish with grunion. We cover everything. Download my app. Get it. Maybe you, you don't need it right now. You already know everything. Just put it on your phone and then there's that one day where you actually are sucking and you're not catching anything and you're like, wait a minute. Maybe I should look at this app Dave Hansen built. The guy that's been fishing for a living for 48 years. The guy that's family owns Dana Orr Sport Fishing. The guy that's fam that the harbor of Dana Point. They named it after his father. Maybe we should listen to what he has to say. Maybe we should check it out. Check out my app. Check out all my stuff. Thank you all so much. I am blown away every single day by all the people that follow us. By every, it, it, it is crazy. Kelly will tell you, it, I love it. it. It is the most coolest thing in the world. We're in Lahui, Hawaii, coming off the airplane. Guy sees me and says, you're, you're Captain Dave. It happens everywhere we go. And it's because of this social media thing, which I never in my wildest imagination thought I would ever be doing this. There was no way you could have told me this 25 years ago, 30 years ago, I'd be an influencer in social media. Are you out of your flipping mind? Thank you all so much for listening and following along and then going out and using these things that I try to teach you all the time. And you go out and you do it and then you're successful. When Kelly and I get those messages from you, or we go on the community and I read them, and I'm just, my heart is beaming because you followed my game plan and you went out there and you caught your fish of a lifetime. You caught your biggest halibut. You caught your first white sea bass. You caught giant calicos. Or you went out and you just caught a bunch of mackerel with your children and your children are begging to you to go fishing. Those things just, my heart explodes. I feel so much love from all of you. And I will keep doing what I keep doing as long as you keep watching me. So thank you all very, very much. Over there on the podcast side, the Spotify and Apple and Megaphone, I cannot believe the growth. 
it is just amazing how many people are following us over there. You can see the growth on Facebook. You can all see it every single day, the amount of people that are following us, the amount of views we're getting, the millions and millions of views we get a month. It's incredible. And uh, it's all because of all of you. So thank you very much. Marley, thank you. Everybody that sent us stars today, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then when this is over, I'll personally thank all of you like I always do. Anybody that needs to know anything about fishing or how to do it or why to do it, all you got to do is enter, be a member of my website. I answer every phone call, everybody that calls me. I'm on the phone. I was on the phone right up until the show went live talking to members. I've been talking to members since seven o'clock this morning. I answer your phone calls. I want you to be successful when you go fishing. Please have a great day. Turn off the news. Remember, they're all lying. It's not as bad as it looks out there. Take care of each other. Be kind. Look around your house. That's your SEAL Team 6. They're your buddies. They're your pals. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Thank you very, very much. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.